time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. We got Bryant. Big, <laughs> thick, shady Here in the house. Go. Here we go. Here we go. What's up, man? What's up, doctor? How you doing, man? Great, great, great. Isn't this like day five <laughs> and a half off for you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Wow. What that would be like. You know, I'm, I'm working, working enough to get that time. I'm going to be working like the next 12 in a row. Oh, bro. I remember those days, man. I don't want to hear it. I do. I don't want to hear it. I won't talk about it no more. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's talk about what we're smoking. I'm actually smoking a Viva La Vida gesture. Good man. Good man. Good stick. Yes, sir. Good yeah. stick. We know. We know very well. I am smoking a Warfighter Dumpster Fire, the 6x50. Yeah, I didn't like that I cigar. know you didn't. <laughs> did you give me one of those? Yes, I did. And it was... A dumpster fire for you. I mean, it should have been burnt out no. before they got it out no. of the fire. That no, disgusting. no, to you. That tastes like an old man's toe. How do you know? I'm just saying, if that, it looks like an old man's toe. It does not. So, just saying. Go, on, bro. All right. Uh, I'm uh, drinking a coffee. Mm-hmm. I haven't got it yet, but I know I'm going to get one. <laughs> and, uh, what are you drinking? I was drinking uh, cherry limeade. Oh, okay. Cherry limeade? Where'd yes. you get that? At a Sonic. Oh, okay. Great, man. I just like to play off, you know, the cherries kind of sweet. Then you get that limeade and it's like that, that tartness to it. Yeah, it's a change that. up. Yeah, true. That, that perfect change up. Yeah, it's just like you're going down one road and it's like, oh, let's try a little bit of that. <laughs> Instead of going to the and left, let's is, go right. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we're doing the show at the Leaf today. Yes, we're sir. back in the back in yes, the Havana room. Oh, if you uh, have an opportunity to come check out the Leaf, and man. I mean, with you, hundred miles. Make that miles, trip. Yep, make miles, that trip. You got to come trip. make the trip. You're gonna have like a great experience. Yes, That's sir. what I want. You know what I mean? It's like you can find just about anything here or anybody. But yeah, or anybody. But the experience is what you're lacking uh, if you don't stop by yeah, the leaf. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. And if you do, you know, if, you if you're not able to come by, uh, we have their phone number down in the show notes. Sh- call them up. Sh- they'll get you an sh- order. They ship them right out. Yes, they're sir. humidified. They're ready to smoke when you get them. Yes, sir. And you're not going to be like stuck having to rest them for like a week or two. For a you know week or I mean? two, yeah. <laughs> when Jay ships stuff out, that's how he does it. Yes, sir. So check them out. And immediately. And oh, thank you. See, look, look at this customer service, I, baby. I had, oh, dude, are you serious? <laughs> this, and this is not the same lighter. This is the same lighter. Holy crap! Now let me tell you, people. Jay, his calling. Like I know he ended up being the owner of a cigar shop, but mm-hmm. his true calling was a watchmaker. <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, so I, I, I dropped off a lighter with Jay just like two days ago. True. And I've had this lighter for eons, and the little trigger broke. It's one of those Partagas brass lighters. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's got a big top, and when you push down, that part screwed up, Mm -hmm. and then the other part, it was just shooting out of flame, like, you know, (laughs) if if I was lighting your cigar from here. Here, yeah. So, thank you, Jay. Yes, sir. Oh, Scott repaired it. Re- regardless, I gave it to Jay. Jay yeah. gives it back. Yep. So repaired, no, and that's the thing. These guys could open a 
watch repair store shop. because yeah. they can fix anything. I watched dude. him try to I, not try, but I watched him fix a lighter before. The way it was just so meticulous. I was like, man, it's all those parts in there. He's like, yeah. I was like, dude, I'm done. I just go buy another one. <laughs> I'm not gonna go through all that. And to watch him, and then he get he brought the, the lighter back out later on, and it was perfect. I'm like, yeah, nah, not me. I don't have the patience for that one. And all the parts are so small. small. It's like. These big sausage fingers, you know, they're on mine. I'm bigger than you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not playing with it. Not I mean, happening. I can see you as a vet for a horse, but, you know, not a watchmaker. Leave that alone. Sorry. Right. Leave that alone. Anyway, guys, check out the leaf. And then also, we have Case Elegant. Yes. Dude, it's, it's, I mean, it's almost, it is Christmas season mm-hmm. if you're buying gifts. And so you got to go by and check out the humidors and everything else they do, which Man, is all cool swag. stuff. Yes, uh, they got you know watch watch, watch boxes, box sets like yes. put a bunch of watches uh-huh. in there. Uh, they've got like just cool man stuff. But they've got like I don't know. I think their humidor started like eighty nine bucks. Yeah. And what you get is it's the quality. quality. Yes, sir. The quality and fact, the customer service did, that comes with did, it. Did I tell you this? Uh, my cousin, Mark, uh-huh. you know, we had a falling out a while back yes, ago, sir. but we came back around good because he's a moron. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> he texted me the other day and he was like, man, I'm having problems with this humidor I've got. What do you think? And I was like, throw it in the trash <laughs> and order one from Case Elegance. <laughs> yeah. And he did. Ah. And he ordered a uh, Octador. Oh, so he's good. And he sends me a message the night before it comes because, you know, he's getting the yeah. updates. And he's like, hey, man, can you, like, tell me how to season it? Oh, just and I wait. I said, just open the box. That's right. And they've got a picture <laughs> book that has some words, but you can follow by the pictures. And it's like, <laughs> you can do this. Yes. And so anyway, he messaged me the next evening at, like, 6 with a picture and it said, good to go. Yes, sir. And I was like. Did you get it seasoned? And he was like, "Oh yeah, a piece of cake." And I was like, "That's you know, I would I would rather you look at their book than me explain, explain it, it to you yeah. because if I explain it to you, one of us could be misunderstood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is he from Lubbock? No, he's from Sweetwater. See, that's even seem better. That Lubbockian and Sweetwater vernacular will not mesh. Somebody would get the wrong. Uh, well, you said no. I said this, but you perceived this, right? And that's why your humidor is not working. <laughs> but but that's what I love about Casey. I mean, they give you the quality product, yes, sir. They provide you the easiest instruction. I mean, yes, it's sir. Like, it's like those. Paintings on the side of a inside of a cave, you know, they're that simple. Oh. <laughs> Here, do this, moron. <laughs> Shoot the bow at that. Right. <laughs> so they break Not it down, this, make it so simple. Yeah, they do. For you. They do make it simple, man. And it's and once you follow the instructions, which whether written or picture wise, you don't have to mess with it. You don't. It's done. It's done. And now you have a humidor that is perfectly seasoned, so you can take care of your investments. Which are your sticks? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. Check out. And also, there's a code down there. You can get 10% off of yes, your sir. order. Uh, click on the link. Go over there and check out. Because they've got some they got oh. some badass humidors, oh. too. So, hey, and uh, you know what? We've got uh, the McAuliffe Minute coming up uh, after we got a little story about a... Uh, no, let's just call it what it is. An asshole. JJ. <laughs> JJ. <laughs> 
JK. Joe Jenkins. Joe, Joe Jenkins. Jenkins. And anyway, you're not going to want to miss this. No, this sir. is a guy that uh, writes for a magazine uh-huh. and had a whole lot to say about cigar smokers. Yeah. And I thought it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, shared We that had with our you. opinions on it. Right. Yes. So. Uh, anyway, we're going to take a quick little break. We're going to have some unusual breaks because we're at the Leaf and there's a couple yes, of things we got to participate in. Yes, but sir. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back and we have special guests. Uh, we just got through talking about Case Elegance and we're bringing you the masterminds, the founders of Case Elegance from... Um, where are you guys located at? Because I know you're in a smoke lounge that you built on the end of your house during COVID. So we have Michael and Ian. Where are you guys actually at? Uh, we live in Indianapolis, Indiana. So uh, it's pretty cold here right now. Like I said, there's probably a half inch of snow. It's a, it was like 75 degrees, and then the next day it snowed with two inches. So we we're kind of confused about what's going on with the weather. Wow. <laughs> And so, wow, this is, I mean, November, I guess people yeah. in the north get snow. Yeah. We don't get snow until Jan- <laughs> January or February. Yes, huh? so. Must be nice. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, so, you guys have brought to us this new humidor. When is that available? And tell me about it. What is it called? It's beautiful. I can tell you that. It's beautiful. Well, we, we actually, this year, we're launching eight new humidors. Uh, if you can believe it. So we've kind of, COVID was a tough time to launch new products. And so we, we, we're launching eight new humidors this year. And really we're kind of sticking, we have four things that we look at when we launch humidors uh, that, that we try to differentiate on. And I know you've kind of gone through those things in deep detail, so I won't spend too much time on them, but obviously the, the one thing that's very different is our humidification system. We use the, the hydro system. We have the crystals and the tray. And two types of humidor solution come with it. Easiest humidification system you'll ever use. That's that's our goal. And no matter where you live, you live in a super humid climate or you live in a super dry climate, we try to make sure it works across everything, which you know is then backed by great instructions and super details. So, Michael, customers. we just got through. Well, okay, I won't give credit to Brian. He might not want this credit, but I just explained you guys instruction book as if it was pictures drew on a cave wall with guys shooting arrows into animals that's how simple you guys make it for us we tried yeah we tried to make it super simple it's really a balance between enough information to make sure that you know all the little nuances because there's a lot of different climates right i mean and if you're in miami it's going to be different than if you're in arizona and so we try to take all that into account while at the same time, yeah, making a cave drawing. <laughs> yeah, it was super simple. In fact, I, the reason that came up was uh, my cousin had contacted me and said, you know, I'm having problems with my humidor. What do you, what should I do? And I basically told him, throw it away and order one from Case Elegance. So that's <laughs> what he did. And while it was in transit, he messaged me the night before and it's like, hey, how do I season it when it gets here? And I said, just Follow the pop-up book they send with it, and you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. We try to make it pretty, like, turnkey right out, right out of the box. Yeah, y'all knock it so, out of the park for instructions. Most humidors you buy, like, they just, it's like literal five little, you know, words on a piece of paper, you know, put in a boveda or something, you know. <laughs> and he's like, well, okay, well, how, what, how many bovedas and which one? And, you know, and it's like, 
Yeah, I but then know. you you take yeah. and put a Boveda in a humidor that doesn't actually have any cedar wood in it. It doesn't matter how many you put in there. It's it's true, and and even I talked to the guys at Boveda, and, and I asked them. I said, okay, because they obviously wanted us to use Bovedas. I said, how many Bovedas do we need? And he goes, well, somewhere between two to six. I go, great. That's what I'll tell my customers. They need two to six Bovedas, and he was like, oh, you know. <laughs> Well, for, for, by the way, probably, what, 40 bucks for two to six Bovedas plus the seasoning pack and everything else. Right. And then, I mean, how do you know when it's working, when it's not? Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. And even I found some marketing materials on their website, and this really hit it home for me, was on the bot, they have this graphic, and it tells you, depending on what type of cigars, it's got like Cuban cigars and all these other types of cigars that it stores. And on the very bottom of the graphic, it says, note, you know, your hygrometer on your humidor will read five points lower than what the Boveda pack says. But our Boveda packs are accurate. That's exactly what it says, like word for word. And it just blew me away. It's like, okay, so if I buy a 69% Boveda, you're telling me that my humidor is actually going to read 64%. And this is from the Boveda website on their marketing. And I'm like, it literally can't get more confusing than that. I, I don't even understand what they're talking about. It, it just blew my mind it, well, yeah, it's and, I mean, and putting out a blanket statement like that and first of all how do they know how accurate my hygrometer is yeah. well what they're saying is what we know already which is which is actually the boveda is not you need a much higher humidity to compensate for things and so it, it's it's not actually you know is 69 Boveda really going to keep it at 69? And the answer is yes, if it's a completely sealed container. But if it's a wooden box, especially a large one, it's it's a little bit suspect because people don't understand that the humidity is very different from the top of the box to the bottom. And there's a lot of variation going on, a lot of different cigars, a lot of things. And it's, it's just a, it's a tough thing to do, humidity. And we've spent the last five years building this system. And it really doesn't get more... I mean, more basic than what we've done, which is a bowl. We put a bowl of solution in the bottom of your humidor. It's really that simple. That seems to be the easiest way to maintain versus these packs that, number one, they're pretty expensive. I mean, if you, you know, you guys are in Texas, so your humidity doesn't fluctuate a lot. But in Indiana, we've got to replace Boveda packs every, you know, 30 to 60 days. And you do that 12 times a year. It adds up quick. Two to six packs. You could be spending 20 bucks a month. You know, you got more on Boveda packs than the humidor in the first year of ownership versus ours. I mean, a whole bottle of solution should last you at least the first three months. We sell four bottles for 40 bucks in our package. And so you, that lasts a year or a year and a half. And so you, you really are. And you could even make your own, right? I mean, if you if you have distilled water and propylene glycol, you can buy gallon jugs of it and, and make your own if you want. So pretty, pretty basic, pretty simple. And, uh, and that's really the, the first thing that we focus on. And so this new humidor, or I'm gonna let Ian talk about it because it kind of segues into what we did here because we made this one the easiest yet to replace the humidity. So yeah, that's um, awesome. So, so what's the name of it? This one's called the Luca cabinet. Luca. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Tell us more. It, it's available as of yesterday. Okay. Yeah, just, nice. Yeah, so the exterior is like an ash wood veneer. And then we have these hinges that are embedded and they actually, it opens the door 180 degrees. So it's really, really easy to grab 
the trays in the front. So I'm going to try to do this without <laughs> going to the front here. So we have basically three removable trays with glass fronts. Um, and then we have, you know, our custom hardware here. Um, so I'm going to have to go around. But down here, what Michael was alluding to is we have a tray that's specifically designed to pull out for the hydro system. So that tray is for the hydro system. Yeah, so this tray, the, there's basically a tray in the bottom that pulls out. It's really thin and small. Okay. And is that a tray above it, it also? Like right Yeah, so we have, we have three different trays above it. So the humidity basically rises through the different trays because there's, there's holes in it. Gotcha. Uh, and the hole will actually hold our peg system too, which is our pretty simple modular um, partitions. So you can like stack and store your cigars any way that you like. Um so have you, have you had a chance to play with the peg system? Yes, yes, but not vertically. It was horizontally. Yeah, so you, you can actually, I mean, with the peg system, you can put put the pegs in any configuration you want, store them, and we've kind of put that in the different levels here in the Luca. Okay, so it's still on the trays. I, th I thought you were referring to, like, changing the heights of the actual shelves type peg system. No, no, no. This is, uh, th this, this is in the tray, and I, you don't have a... I don't have one, but this this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, you can put the pegs in here and then store your cigars. You gotcha. Know, store your, it's like a separation your, system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's and it's really modular because there's different pegs and you can put them around, and so you can store your cigars this way, horizontally or vertically, yeah. uh, and stack them however you want. Yeah, you can rotate the pegs any way that you like. But uh, one thing we really focused on this too is the magnetic connection of the door. So this thing seals like crazy. It's a super, super good seal. So you can even hear that in the video. Um, I really couldn't hear it, but I mean, I'm, I'm watching them guys do this. We're on a Zoom meeting call right now. And I mean, first of all, it's, it's a beautiful humidor. And like the front is a glass. You open it up, there's three trays for cigars. And then the bottom, there's a special tray for the uh, hydro system and then also there looks like there's a drawer under that right there yeah, yeah. so you have an accessory drawer at the bottom yes and how tall is the overall dimension on the humidor uh, I think it's I think it's around 12 inches tall to 15 um, I don't have the number exactly on my head right now. it looks um, like it's 15 to me yeah it's 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 a great size. Uh, it's not too big, not too small. Um, stores quite a bit of cigars. Um, you have the accessory drawer as well, which stores what like about eighty. So yeah, sixty it, to eighty. Yeah, I would say like eighty is pretty good. It obviously depends on you know what the kind of yeah. I mean, if you're smoking yeah. nothing but lunatics, you're gonna get like four in there, and if you're <laughs> yeah. smoking cigarillos, you'll get a thousand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it ranges, but I would definitely say eighty is like a comfortable number. Okay. For this. Um, yeah, it's, it's our first foray into this ca cabinet style where it opens into the front and, and you store it that way. And it's, when we took this to the PCA show, cause we had like a sample, we took it, the, it, the response was that they thought this was going to be the best seller. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty overwhelming response from all the retailers that were really really excited about this humidor so uh, i think 
I think that's going to be, I think it's going to be a big one. And we, and we actually have it. Yeah. We actually have it in two different finishes. Um, finishes. Yeah. And I just saw the first picture. I mean, like three days ago and I was like, Holy crap. That is nice. Yeah. So this is the walnut finish. Oh, I really like that one too. Yeah. So one of them is black uh, with gold, gold hardware. And then this one is uh, walnut with a silver. It's a gunmetal. Okay. Like finished a little bit darker than what your silver would be. So you can yeah, it looks it. great, man. But it's the only humidor on the market in the cabinet style that has the 180 style hinge, right? So that you can completely get in. Most of the hinges, they stop right at the 90 so that you kind of have to fight to get in there and get your cigars out. Ours, bam, opens all the way up so that you can just easily get in, pop out the drawer, get what you need to get, and throw it back in there. You guys are always innovating. I love that, man. You guys are always doing the first of this, first of that. You know the copycats will be coming, though, right? You know, uh, they, they try. Uh, they, we haven't found any that do a really good – I'll let you know if we find someone that does a really, really good copycat. But most of them, because most of the They don't want to spend the money. They don't want to spend the money. Yeah, they, they try to do it cheaper, right? That's their whole goal is to do it cheaper. And the problem when you do it cheaper is you eliminate some of the things that make it interesting. Uh, the other thing is we have some patents. So we have a patent on the PEG system. We have a patent on the hydro system. Uh, we have a patent on the design. So if they copy us directly, then uh, then we can just, you know. Give them a slap. Give them a slap tell them to go away. But, um, yeah. So... This, this is the so, the, so the first thing we talked about was the hydro system. You guys know about that. We obviously, on the hygrometer, we, we've taken immense pains to redesign the hygrometer. And so our hygrometer is silicone sealed throughout the entire inside of the hygrometer to help get a more accurate reading. And then we also extend the gauge deeper into the humidor to get a, get a more accurate reading. Oh, so nice. You can kind of so the on. back, uh, so the back of the hygrometer is like a little bit longer. Oh, okay, yeah, I see. Yeah, it. So there's that's the actual what uh, the humidity comes through. Yes, yeah, that that is the sensor that like protrudes inside deeper into the humidor, so there's a more accurate reading. Gotcha. But we also use a European sensor in in our hygrometer, so it's not a Chinese sensor in there, and we found that the European sensor is much more accurate. Um, and then when we come, of course, pre-calibrated, we use a very expensive machine to calibrate these. And so we don't recommend buying it and then popping it in your, you know, Ziploc baggie or anything. Because most of the time that's going to screw it up. But you can calibrate the hygrometer if you need to. And so I told you guys on the humidors that we cut, I took the hygrometer out of that one and put it in my humidor along with yours side by side and theirs was 11 percent higher than yours wow well i yeah. say I, I, I say 11 percent. it's actually 11 points i mean you guys read 70 and they read 81 yeah yeah it makes a big difference right i mean if if you if you don't have the right sensor and if you're not calibrated properly in fact a lot of what we see on the market is they improperly calibrated on purpose because they know that most people don't store their cigars at the appropriate humidity, and they know that the average humidity is X, Y, Z. And so they say, hey, if we if we tack on 10%, then it's going to get us better reviews, and people are going to be happier with their humidor because they're going to see that it's 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 actually storing it, you know, at the correct amount. Oh, so that's I, how I they – definitely think it's intentionally done that way. 
a hundred percent. But the bad part of that is I like mine to be right at 70. If I put it right at 70, I would actually be at what? 69. I mean, uh, 59. Yep. So yep. that's definitely not where I want my cigars to be. Yeah, no, it's a really bad experience, but there's, you know, a lot of the humidors are, are sold to newer cigar smokers, especially when you're talking about Amazon and, and they, these guys, they don't really, you know, they're, they're bait that they don't, they don't really understand yet. And so they get into the hobby and it almost turns them off on, on the hobby in general, because they're like, Oh, this is too hard to store these cigars. And so it's for us, it's really frustrating because these sellers that don't really care about the community, don't really care about the hobby in general, are turning off potential hobbyists because of the way that, that they build their humidors. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you think a lot of those companies, they're not cigar smokers. They don't really care. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it, it's, and they're about cost, right? They think it's 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 cheap. And, and as the economy has turned down here, we've seen, too, that uh, everybody's looking for cheaper and cheaper humidors. And and so as sort of a, an answer to that, we, we decided to come out with uh, a little more economic model. Uh, and so that kind of segues into the next model here. You see this, Rob? Yeah, that's a nice looking humidor. So this is uh, this this is going to come out for uh, sixty dollars retail, and it's it's basically it's kind of set up as an oct- octagon shape and sort of like a similar to the octador. It's got a glass top, and the the storage capacity is is in the twenty five cigar range, so it's still got a really good. Uh, capacity, same hygrometer, the amount of cedar in here, same deal, right? We didn't cheapen, we, we basically made, uh, man, this thing is steel magnets. Uh, it's got, I don't know if you can see this, but it's it's got the same five millimeter combing all the way around the bottom and the sides here, the same, same technology in the hygrometer. So we didn't cheapen out and it took us like a year and a half to do this and I'll let Ian tell you why. Yeah, I get the cost right and the sizing um, because of the hydro system is flat. It means we have to increase the vertical storage, right? So I said, okay, well, I think we need to design something that's a little simpler and we can fit it in a smaller form factor. So that's where we uh, invented kind of the hydro channel. So the hydro channel takes up like one cigar width of space. I mean, it basically uses the same technology that's in the hydro system now. So you basically really simple. You just fill this with the crystals that's provided in the humidor as well as the humidor solution. And then it, uh, it basically evaporates through these holes in the side and through the top. Okay. Yeah. And then basically we, uh, we rounded the bottom here, um, so that you can actually stack cigars up. On next top to of it. the ledge, gotcha. Yeah, so it, they, it basically takes up very, very little room inside the humidor and works really well. So we shrunk the hydro system is, is the, the reality here. And that took us a long time because it's the hydro system was designed to get even humidity throughout the entire humidor. And we had to make sure that we had the right width and the right uh, amount and, and that it would work, especially with the amount of cedar that we put in. And so it took us a long, long time to get that right. And we finally got it right. Uh, and we tried a bunch of different configurations. We actually tried putting some stuff in the lid for a while, and that didn't work. Uh, and, and tried some silica bead stuff, and that just total bomb didn't work. In fact, we were able to, at one point to get silica beads to explode somehow. Wow. <laughs> I, don't, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was. It Did was. You microwave them first. <laughs> no, they just started popping and exploding, and uh, it was bizarre. And so we decided to avoid the explosions. And yeah, the tube would get hot from the like, expansion like the of the chemical reaction. Yeah. And we think it might have been because of the propylene glycol interacting with the silica in ways that. Uh, is not intended and so that means it's if you can't use propylene glycol you're more likely to introduce mold and so we just didn't we didn't like all that so we basically found a way to do it but it, it took a long long time and and also to get the cost where we wanted it to obviously china is uh not keen to reduce costs but as the economy has turned down and as their you know production and everything has winding down from the crazy days of the pandemic we we're finally able to get this to a cost uh, that we wanted to, to work so we can relaunch this for $60. Nice. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's 60 so, bucks. 60 bucks. And it, you know, the, the main difference obviously between this and say our Renzo, which is, which just comes in at 99 is it doesn't have a drawer, but everything else, uh, really the storage capacity is the same as the Renzo. So you're getting the same storage capacity. So you just, you just don't Dude, get that drawer. is a knockout. I mean, that is a very nice, humidor 60 bucks blows me away that is a nice humidor i mean you get the hydro system with it the instructions on how to do it and it has your hygrometer in there yep that yeah, is a human. huge value yeah yeah we, we really tried uh as as we know that you know everybody's wallets are a lot different uh now than they were in the last two years sure and it kind of Caught us a little bit off guard, to be honest. We've spent a lot, and as you'll see here, as we roll out a couple more models across here, we've been spending the last two years building bigger, cooler, nicer models, and and that means a little bit more expensive, right? Even even the Luca uh, is is more expensive at like a two hundred dollar price point, and so we've we've really been been building cooler humidors because we thought that's what the market wanted, and at the time the market did want that, and now in the last. Really, it's been the last seven months. It's completely flipped, and the market now wants inexpensive humidors. And yeah. so, uh, we we were already working on this, but we sort of accelerated it and and made made it happen. Yeah, and I think the big focal point of this particular model um, was the fact that we did not want to, um, you, you know, we didn't we didn't want to go cheap on anything, right? So it was this really hard balance of you know, don't sacrifice too much, but get the cost where we want it. So it took a while to kind of dial that in. Yeah. I, the only question I have is I hope you have it like a million of them ready to ship because those are going to sell like crazy, dude. We don't. Uh, yeah, we don't. Uh, Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would say that if this is interesting to, to you as, as you're listening to this, to get it as soon as you can, because, I, I do think that we'll sell out. Oh, I um, have no doubt. I'm, as soon as you said it was 60 bucks, I was like, yeah, those are gone. Yeah, I think they'll sell out before before January. So and we probably won't get any more until May. Uh, so if, if you're if you're keen on it and interested in it, I would suggest going ahead and getting it. This is the black version. So we have uh, we have multiple colors of this. We have the, the walnut uh, with a really cool octagon shape. And then it's got like a, a black. Edge painting. edge painting on it which is really cool and then we have this is the similar finish to the military black i it's see like that i was gonna say is that the flat black yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that is nice and then this also has i don't know if we'll be able to see it in the light but it does have the stenciling as well that's kind of incognito 
Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I've seen it on the uh, military edition. Yeah, so this will say black edition on it as well. Um, you know, kind of all the same amenities. Um, the rubber gasket seal on the back, hydro system, comes with humidity solution, uh, humidor solution, as well as, you know. A and see, I love that too, because most, I mean, I don't know of any other humidor that you buy even if they could find one for 60 bucks, that's going to come with a hygrometer and the solution. I mean, that is like knocking it out, dude. I think so. I mean, our competitors, uh, in the, in the $50 range have analog hygrometers and just, you know, your basic humidification system, which is like a sponge, but no humidor, solution. but no humidor solution. And, and also the amount of cedar they put in it. You've seen that as you cut, cut one in half and it's like paper thin cedar. So, you know, I don't even know what percentage wise our cedar is. It's got to be like 500% more or some ridiculous amount. Well, yeah, I was going to say a thousand percent more because there was not any cedar in there. It was a paper that looked like cedar on one side. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is sort of our answer to the, the oncoming and going, whatever we're in recession uh, that, that, you know, everybody needs, and it's also great if you just need like one for your office or you need a second humidor uh, and it stores plenty of cigars. I think, you know, yeah. 25 cigars is, is a really good amount. And it's not uh, not a fake 25 cigars where we're saying 25 and really you can get 12. No, no. Actually, it will store 25 cigars. Yeah. So it's a it's a great little humidor. Yeah, man. Wow. I'm impressed. So what else you guys got hidden in the background there? <laughs> you got quite a bit today. So I, I think you guys have seen this one. This is uh, the Kobe. Have you guys seen this one? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is this this was also it launched a couple of months ago. Actually, uh, pretty much at the PCA show, we launched this. Came out. Um, we felt like it was uh, the right time to, to bring it on your show and talk about it. I'm going to let Ian talk about it because it's it's like a work of art. And I actually told him, I said, "Listen, man, this is like." This is an edgy humidor. And I and I told him, I said, I don't think it's gonna sell. Like I I really I think it's too edgy and I think it's too too like modern of a design and, and I just I just don't think it'll sell. And we sold out at the PCA show in like <laughs> six hours. I'm not kidding. It was the most uh, everybody went nuts over this humidor. And the price point is of only 180, and it'll store what, 80, yeah. 80 cigars or so. Great price for, for 80 cigars. And it's a cool, cool box. You can't tell where the drawer is. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's just like very stealthy. Look. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't simple to get the construction right. Um, you know, I'm a pretty design focused guy. So I really wanted to kind of push the limits on this humidor, I would say. Um, I was kind of inspired by like, Japanese architecture. Well, so I, studied yeah, I think that's very obvious. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And, you know, we got this slab design. So you basically don't know where the lid starts or ends. You don't know where the drawer starts or ends. It's kind of this like monolithic piece. Um, and then it's it has a super, super tight seal. Um, yeah, it's just it's very, I would say, design forward overall. Um, very unique. It's kind of like a piece of furniture, more or less. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. And I mean, kudos to him because I was like, man, I, I don't know. This is going to sell. And we, we've sold out so multiple times. I think we have some in stock now, but my guess is we'll probably sell out again. So if it's interesting to you, go ahead and get it. 
the hygrometer, uh, we had to move inside because we didn't want to disrupt the cool design here. Yeah, that so, flow there, I mean, you would have kind of separated one side from the other. It looks great yeah. the way you have it in there. It's framed in a little wood frame. Yeah. yeah, we basically have an internal hygrometer that's in a wooden stand that you can move around. Um, but there's a hole underneath the stand that allows the humidity to raise so that you're underneath it so that you get an accurate reading from the sensor. And we embedded the hydro system in it, so it's it's just super stealth and cool. Really, really great uh, humidor. Sold, sold really well. Beat, beat all of my expectations for sure. Uh, and so... Yeah, we were saying earlier, um, before you guys came on, I mean, if you guys are looking to be, you know, Christmas time's right around the corner. This is the time to start shopping. Absolutely. Definitely. Tell your, send your wife the link, I guess. Is the, there you go. Hey, so before we go to your next uh, humidor, tell us guys what you guys are smoking. So I'm actually smoking... Ian decided he couldn't smoke and talk. Uh, <laughs> it's too hard for me. <laughs> but I'm I'm smoking a uh, rare pink, and it's the first time I've ever had a rare pink. I always like to bring out the special cigars for for you, Rob, because and what do you, what like, do you think about it? Uh you know it's it's pretty understated. Uh, it's it's uh it's it's pretty mild. I expected it to hit me a little harder, like more like an Opus X or something. Oh no, but no, no. It's pretty mild. Yeah. I mean it's a I'd say it's just a, a fairly mild cigar. Tastes great, really smooth. I mean, that's the thing. It's like so so it's smooth. Super smooth, but then again it should be because it is pretty light too. Yeah, it's a very light cigar. And I, I guess I didn't I didn't really I didn't look at the tasting notes or anything. I just popped it open and uh checked it out but it's good i mean i I'd, I'd smoke this again for sure it's nice like, yeah. i'm smoking you, yeah. a viva la vida gesture i don't know if you can see that right there okay is it good it looks dark it is it's a very uh very tasty stick it's uh i'd say a medium plus medium plus plus yeah medium plus plus Medium plus plus. Are you? Because uh, I know you. You kind of like more the medium to light smokes, don't you? Like normally. Uh, I really like like almost mediums and all the way up to full. Okay. But gotcha. on a regular basis, I smoke more mediums, medium plus than anything. Yeah, I've definitely started to graduate a little bit to stronger stuff, but. Especially as I'm, I'm, you know, trying to do some more reviews and, and stuff, and I smoked. A, have you ever smoked a Punch Diablo? Oh yeah, that's one of Brian's and favorite cigars. That son of a gun punched me in the nuts. I mean, it was <laughs> like I was like, this might be too dark for me, man. <laughs> I don't know if I just don't have, I just, I, you know, it was kind of the first cigar of the day and whew, it, was, it was, it's dark. Yeah, I probably was, recommend that for you for, with coffee in the morning. It, it was good, but it was just like, I don't know if I can finish it kind of like, it was that. It's a diaper cigar. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty roasty, so. But I got it for Halloween. I figured Diablo would be great for a Halloween smoke. Yeah, you know, it's and, actually a really good smoke. It really is. Yeah. That was pretty good. All right. What do you got there? Another humidor. Yeah. 
Uh, Ian, you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. So this this uh, humidor is called the Royal. Um, so we went with the black ash wood on this, and then we embedded these metal, um, these gold metal inlays here for some like styling. Um, we, this was a more of an elongated humidor. So we wanted to kind of build a more wider humidor, kind of a centerpiece, if you will. Um, so this lid has this like really complicated chamfer on top that really gives it kind of a really sophisticated look, I would say. It's a great seal. Um, this again comes with all the amenities that all of our humidors have. We have the really large accessory drawer here. Um, fit tons of lighters and cases. Yeah, I think it's got to be the largest accessory drawer on any humidor. I think so. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty big. It's, yeah. it's a big accessory. So if you have a lot of accessories, this is the one for you. It's also, it's like super premium looking. Like it's just the, it's got that mill finish with the, with the dark wood, but these gold, I don't even know how he, he did this with the gold inlay, but it's, it's really cool gold inlay. Yeah. It's, it's very like, Luxurious, I would say. I would say it's our most like luxurious flex, if you will, of a humidor that and we I, have. And, and I'll post uh, a photo of each one of these so you guys can check them out. I'll post them on Instagram and I'll post them in our Discord server. Awesome. Definitely yeah, want to check sure. them out. Really cool designs. Thank you. Yeah. So that's, I think that's all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many that is, but uh, it's, it's a lot. I mean, we've been, we've been really working on these for probably since what, late 2020, I think. Yeah, probably. And just now have been able to release them because of all the supply chain stuff and COVID. And uh, I think, I think we're also working on a bunch more uh, because things have slowed down a little bit. And, and our capacity has opened up. It's going to allow us, I think, to really go ham on on launching new models. So we're working on one with lights in it. We're working on ones that are like clear that have you know open glass type things so you can see all the way through it in the front. And now, do you? Oh yeah. Do you like come up with different ideas and different designs and like you get a, you know maybe ten percent of the way in and go, yeah, that's not going to work. Let's move to the next one. Do you ever, does Definitely. that ever happen? Definitely. 100%. All the time. Yeah. yeah. No, we, we have, yeah. if you saw our house, it's insane. Yeah. I would say <laughs> you typically go through 10 iterations. Like to get between one. like, yeah, between like sketching, prototyping, sample making, you definitely go through at least three fully built production samples. Um, but as far as like the preliminary designing of it, you, the designs, I mean, you want to, the way you start designing is you want to get all the ideas out, right? So you have this segment of the market, say for like the Royal, it's like, okay, I want the posh, right? Like I want the luxurious feel. What do I think that is? And then I design like 30 of them. And then I find, you know, I narrow it down to three. I do some more testing, see what I like. And then I go to, you know, getting a production sample. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's sometimes about cost too. So we, we got one bill that I really love. It's a cabinet stores like 250, probably more 300. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful cabinet. But the reality is, is like the cost. I mean, in order to sell that at like a $600 retail, it's, it's just like going to, you know, the, the amount of units that you're going to move is going to be much, much smaller than if you can get something in the $200 retail. And so it's like, 
you have to kind of balance those things. And so I think we'll eventually release it, but we're going to, we're still working on getting the costs down and those types of things. And so sometimes that's kind of a thing. We also are launching a fridge and we actually, uh, we have it here in the U S now called the Frigidor. Um, and it is, I don't know if, you know, you guys in Texas might need this fridge, but it's, it's the type that it has a, has a, a reservoir reservoir and you you just fill the reservoir with uh humidor solution are we frozen are we frozen can you hear us no no i can hear you You're good okay you're okay. not frozen on my end keep going okay uh, you just fill the reservoir with humidor solution you pop it in there and you set the humidity level you want say 68 percent, and then it has a fan that regulates that humidity and it'll just blow over the top of that humidor solution and keep it perfect. And the same with the temperature, right? You just set it. And it does have a compressor in it, so it's pretty heavy. It's above 50 pounds. But it's it's black with a with this and it's kind of a little bit long. It's not like your typical silver, you know, where they took a wine fridge and turned it into a uh, you know, a humidor. It's actually designed as a humidor, and so it's it's a little bit wider than 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 a wine fridge and a little bit uh shorter than a wine fridge and it's got a silver handle on it looks really kind of like a modern uh, fridge beautiful and super easy because it it self-regulates the humidity i mean you just have to fill up the reservoir a couple times a year and that's pretty much all you do and it stores what 250 cigars something like that 200 cigars yeah probably and uh, i think that's going to retail for 400 dollars. very nice when when do you think that's going to come out it's it's here in the states, and we we have a very small number of them as a sort of a first trial of this thing. Yeah, like ten days, so probably about ten days at a launch. So okay. you'll be able to get it for if you want that. Very cool. See, you yeah. weren't even going to tell me about that one. I, I was, yeah, no, I, we're pretty we're pretty excited about it. It's uh, I'm I'm gonna I send you a couple uh, should should arrive to you in a couple of days, and we're gonna send you the Luca. So we'll get you as many of these as we can here. Awesome, man. Uh, so you Thank can take you. a look at it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is my, I told you my cousin ordered one and I didn't give him any advice. I just told him go to the website and look. And he picked the same one I have that I have as a use, the Octador. Really? Yes, sir. He nice. loved that black piano finish. Yeah. That was actually our first larger humidor that we launched. And I used the Octador for probably two and a half years. And great as my personal humidor, I, I love I love the octave. Yeah, humidor. I do too. I love it. So I use the military. And what else are you guys working on? I know you got like Ian is like this mad scientist locked up in a closet, just coming up with new stuff, new ideas. <laughs> That's true. I don't let him out, but only to talk to you, Rob. That's it. <laughs> uh, we're, we're working on an app. Oh, and nice. I know. I, I've mentioned this before, but it's going to work across all of our humidors and it'll basically read your humidity and it'll tell you what to do. Right. So you think it's simple now with the instructions, this is going to walk you through step by step. Okay. It's day one, do this. Okay. We've noticed the humidity is this now you need to add solution. You need to do this. And because of the way that it's set up, you'll be able to read and check your humidity anywhere in the world. So it's going to have, it's all Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, uh, and you'll be able to, to check your humidity at any time, anywhere. You can also add your collection into the app, so you can actually record which cigars you have in the humidor. Okay, as well. cool. So it's a it basically covers everything about your humidor. 
Yeah, we wanted to kind yeah. of digitize the humidor experience, make it easy to sort of maintain, of course, that's the primary goal, and then, of course, uh, digitize it. And, you know, the, the app portion is going to be free. You'll have to buy the hardware with it. Uh, we're thinking the hardware, you know, because it has a bridge, it has the hygrometer uh, for like 50 bucks, and then you can be able to pop that in any humidor. So even our, you know, if you have an original Renzo all the way up to the newest Royal you'll be able to buy this sort of add-on and pop in a new hygrometer, plug it up, and it'll work. Hey, I, so got an, you I, got, I got an idea I want to pitch to you. Yeah. How about a rechargeable hygrometer? So we've, we've actually went down that road. Um, yes. And it's possible, but it, it raises the cost significantly. And for a CR20 you know, 2032 battery, which costs like, you know, nothing. It's like, I just, we just don't know if it's worth it from that perspective. Cause you can change this battery out in 30 seconds and the battery for us lasts like a year. Yeah. The, the other problem about making it rechargeable is that once you recharge it, you leave this gaping hole in your humidor it's seasoned for who knows how long, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I just yeah. know I always have like a million USB cables, but I never have one of those batteries. <laughs> well, if you uh, if you're a part of our membership, we have a Claro membership. It's like forty bucks a year. Yeah, and you, we actually, you send them out on a regular schedule. We yeah. send you the battery every year, so you don't have to think about it. You just get it in your you get it with your humidor solution, and you just pop it in, and you're good to go. Um, and as you obviously, as we go to like a Bluetooth the battery will become more important. And, and, and that's something we're looking at. The other thing that a bat, like a, a rechargeable battery does is it complicates things from a logistics and shipping issue because now you have a bigger battery that it's rechargeable. And so you have to go through, you can't airship those kinds of batteries. You have to oh, ground really? ship it. Yeah. They could create some, some logistics complications as well. So we've tried to avoid that. The CR20, it's like a little watch battery for whatever reason, nobody cares about that. But if you have like a bigger battery that's rechargeable, then, then they start it goes to into all the the customs and stuff like that. Regulations on on batteries, yeah, it becomes more problematic. But yeah, that's that's we're actually looking at, and this is was top secret, so only your listeners will know about this. But uh, we're working on a fan that you'd be able to drop in there, just a very small fan, because that's one of the big problems, especially you've got. Um, a larger humidor there's there's very little air movement in it and so when you talk about you know changing the humidity in your humidor if you have just a very small fan in there it can change the humidity very fast like you could go from a 50 percent humidity to a 70 percent humidity oh in like it's, it's crazy because the last time i talked to you you said that was one thing that humidors would be a big improvement was having a fan so i actually ordered a fan off of amazon i think it's a 75 millimeter fan and it yep. has a off low medium and high speed on it and like if i see it getting low i'll turn it on to low and it brings it up quickly if i accidentally move that all the way up to high speed fan like my humidor jumps up like 10 percent yeah easy so i mean yeah. it really does make a huge difference yeah and, and unfortunately for us, it, it depends because some rooms and some environments, like we, uh, I was talking to a medical doctor, and he put it in his like for some reason he had it in his like medical office, you know, this humidor, 
And the thing with the medical that's the doctor, office, I like, want to go see right there. Yeah. That's my doctor. He's awesome. I talk to him all the time. But it's like hermetically sealed. And so this room has like no air movement. So he's having trouble with his humidity. And I said, dude, if you just had a small fan that you put right next to the humidor, it's going to create air movement around the humidor and around in the room. And it would dramatically change the humidity inside your humidor. And it's a really important factor, I think, that most people neglect. And so uh, I, I think it's I think it's a win. And it's so cheap. Right. And what we want to do is tie it to the app. So it would detect instead of you having to go in and flip it on, it would detect that the humidity is low, and then boom, it would just kick on automatically. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's where I want to be. I don't want to mess with it. Exactly. No, that's the lab. That's that's where we're at. Is in the lab, basically trying to figure out how to make hygrometers, humidity, humidors easier and easier and easier as as we uh, as as we get into it. So we're. We're trying. Uh, we're trying. And, and for us, it's kind of an exciting time because the capacity has opened up and everything has opened up and we can now really, really iterate. So I think from us over the next two years, you're going to see just a massive amount of launches and improvements uh, that you probably haven't seen over the last two years because of, of the supply chain issues lighting up. Gotcha. Because like right now you're releasing several new humidors, but that's uh, the opening of the channels, correct? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this and, and this is really two culmination of two years of work from from Ian. Right. We've been working on all of these for for a very long. Some of these prototypes we got in 2020 and, and had to work through them. And, and now both on the manufacturing side, they know what we want. They've gotten more sophisticated. And so they can they can launch faster. And we know what we want. We've gotten more sophisticated. and We can launch faster. And so I think. I think from us over the next two years, you're going to just see us continue to launch really cool stuff and hopefully continue to dominate uh, the industry. And, and, and we've also been really fortunate to be well-received at the PCA show. And, and we're now in, I think, 250 cigar stores, uh, which is, which is, I know a drop in the bucket, but we're, we're just rapidly trying to increase that, that distribution, that channel. I just met with the Aladino rep, um, the, the sales manager there at Aladino and, he was so excited. He was like, he actually came here to Indy in a cigar store. And he was like, I can't believe it because I was literally just looking at your humidors. And he said, this is the first time I've been excited about humidors in probably 10 years. Well, that's, said, you guys that's, doing- that's why we get so excited about you because I mean, it's, you guys don't compare to anybody else. You guys are leading the way. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I think people see that at the show too, at the PCA show and and they they support us because of that because they know that God we got to support these guys because they're doing something really different they're they're innovating in the space nobody else is really doing that so if we don't support them then they're not going to survive and they're not going to keep innovating and making cool humidors and so everybody's kind of coming out so we'll have people even the you know board members of the PCA like bringing uh, large stores to us and saying hey you got to look at these guys and you got to try this and. It's it's outselling, right? I mean, if you put our humidors on the shelf, you're going to outsell uh, the typical, you know, Chinese made humidors because because it's, it just looks so different. And the thing about it is, I mean, I'm not knocking anybody else's, but I mean, when they buy a Case Elegance, they they know they're getting quality craftsmanship. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go on beat up everybody else. You guys know I cut somebody's in half and that was enough but i mean at a similar price point i'm able to buy quality and innovation and a, from a company that like 
man, I've, I've talked to lots of people with your customer service and their lights out. Yeah. yeah. Top notch. Well, sure. I think one of the differences too is, is these other guys, they'll sell only to the stores. And so they don't have this feedback loop that we do with, with customers. And so when they sell only to the stores, they're just getting the stores feedback, which is minimal, right? They just, the stores kind of trying to do this customer service. They're trying to do the Boveda thing. They're trying to do the humidification thing. And it's just, it's, it's kind of a broken system. Whereas we have this feedback loop where we're talking to thousands of customers every month. And so we can continue to iterate and say, oh, the customers are having this issue. Let's try to make that better. And they don't really have that feedback loop, nor do they really have staffed customer service to deal directly with the customer like we do because they deal their customer service deals with the stores right uh, it's actually i get calls on some of these other like lighters and you somehow when you type in you know some other manufacturer and our site because we have so much uh clout now like our site comes up so all the time i'm getting these calls like is this uh, such and such customer service and i'm like I've, I've actually got a list in my phone of numbers for the other customer service because they call me and I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> but I have their number for you. So here you go. You know? So wow. That's awesome. It's dude. Wild, yeah. yeah. So are you wow. guys, what, what shows are y'all planning on going to? So we're definitely going to the PCA. I, I'm thinking about TPE. Uh, when, when is TPE? It's coming up, right? It's it February. is February, the week of the 21st. Yeah. I believe I'd it's like on to that. Go to that. Thursday, no, let's see, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday that week. In Vegas, are you, are you going to that? I am on the fence. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to go to it. So it's it's on my list. I haven't booked it yet. Uh, it's really, it's it's expensive and time-consuming to go to the show. I think we've got our materials ready now, though. You know, last year we were building booklets and... A day before. Like a day before <laughs> and other crazy stuff. So we've got like a background and, and everything now. So I think we can go uh, a little bit cheaper this year than, than what we did last year and that, that might help us but uh i don't know what your, have you been to tpe i've been to tpe i had a great time i really loved it and uh, i did not go to the pca last year you guys know you were there and so i'm kind of going back and forth between the two and i just haven't been able to make a decision yet yeah yeah, I'd like to try the TPE because we, we did really well at the PCA. It was very well received, and, and it's such a cool show. I mean, it's very few industries where you can go and hang out with, like, Rocky Patel himself. I mean, how cool is that to be able to just go to a show and hang out with Rocky or hang out with Nick Perdomo and these guys and see – we saw them unveil the Legends cigars there that they had and, you know – Carlito Fuente was there. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's a cool experience to be able to go and like meet the actual guys behind the cigar and they'll talk to you. That's the other thing. It's like most, yeah, most of not, the time. They're not dicks. They're, they're just regular uh -huh. guys. It's so cool and, and so nice. And they'll take, they'll take five minutes and talk to you. And that's just such a cool experience versus some other industries that are just so big. Except for birth. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you're fine. <clears throat> so, let me know if you guys are going to go to TPE. I know you're going to go to PCA. Just let me know what y'all decide to do. Okay, for sure. We'll, we'll do. reach back out and see how it was if, you, if we don't get to go and you guys go. And you can let us know what the experience was like. Yeah, I hope you do. I'd love to get to, you know, we've never met. I know. We've, we've done lots of these Zooms, but we've never actually met in person. Sit down, smoke a cigar, have some bourbon. That'd I be could, fantastic. I could use some sun, too. 
Yeah, I know yeah, you're looking a little out here. Yeah, I can see out the windows behind you. It looks like you're like recording from the London fog. <laughs> I think that's just an effect of the light, but uh, it's definitely not foggy here. Okay, uh, it is very. It looks very cold. Oh, so normally this is all like just leaves and, and it's just it's like green. We're surrounded by green, but now they've all fallen and it's just it's like it's just see the brick house next to me. And so we're what's, depressed. What's, what's the temperature outside there? God, it's got to like be 30. like 30 degrees. 30, okay. Yeah. So it's not like in the negatives. No, I mean, we're in Indiana. It's it's normally only snows a couple of times here. Like, I, you know, global warming's been great. It's for us. It's uh, it's cut down on the on the snow, and and this year we get a snow early November. We're all kind of going, what's going on here? So usually you only get snow once or twice a year. That's about that. Yeah, like big snows, right? We might get a couple of dustings <clears throat> or something, but sure. like big snows where it's like. You know, six to twelve inches. Well, it's like almost that's like, like what we get. Well, we don't get six to twelve inches, but we usually get only snow twice a year. So yeah, I think the difference though is you guys' temperature is much higher when it's not snowing versus ours is pretty cold even if it's not snowing. Oh, I got you. Yeah, we're we're usually like in this time of year we're in the sixties, seventies, sometimes eighties. Nice. I, I, I sounds like I need to come visit right now. Come on down, man. We'll hang out at the Leaf <laughs> like I'm doing now with Bryant. And, Is that uh, where you're at? Yeah, we're at the Leaf right now. Cool. Nice. So, Just like a VIP, VIP room? Yes, sir. It's called the Havana Club room. I like it. Havana room. I like it. Oh, it's, it's, it's just, I'll give you a little tour here. Can you see around everywhere? There's a big mural on the wall of actual Patreons that once came here, but they are no longer with us. And then there's like more seating area. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really nice size. We can go oh. here and watch <laughs> football and whatever else, smoke cigars, share, share spirits. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah, anytime y'all want to come, let me know. We'll set it up. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Well, hey, guys, thanks for taking the time to come on. Is there uh, anything else? Like, can you tell everybody where they can find you on the Internet? I mean, I'll have a link down to the regular website, uh, how to get there. But is it like social media or anything like that you guys want to share? Yeah, of course, caseelegance.com. That's C-A-S-E-E-L-E-G-A-N-C-E.com, caseelegance.com. Or you type in Case Elegance in Google or Claro Humidors, either one of those work. Um so yeah, just check us out. We're of course on Instagram at Case Elegance. You can check us out there, and we we'd love to have love to have more more customers, more feedback. Uh, we we really appreciate your guys' feedback. You know, I get calls from from listeners to your show quite often, and I had one guy call, and he said, "Hey, look, I've been like a Tupperware guy for my whole smoking career." And I finally decided to try a wooden humidor. And he wanted me to like hold his hand. He's like, listen, man, like I need you to tell me this is going to be okay. <laughs> and I was like, it's going to be okay, man. He, so he, he ended up buying the military and so far so good. So I'm, I'm excited for him. It's, it's a little bit different experience, right? Opening a Tupperware container or a cooler is just not the same thing as opening a really nice humidor. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you know. If you're going to put it out somewhere in a room where people are coming over, it's like you want it to look nice. Yeah, you, yeah. you want to go up to it and pull it out and go, oh, check this out. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just, 
different experience. I mean, um, when you have a hobby, you want things that you care about with that hobby, right? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. You'll be proud of it. Exactly. Yeah. You guys still using the leather case? Yes. Yes. Like, you don't even know. All the time, every time. That is uh, Larry's go-to. Larry was just... You know what he loves about it is he has his cigars in there, he has his lighter in there, he has his cutter in there. He always has everything right where he needs it. And yep, the great yep. thing is Larry's always here, so if I need a lighter or cutter, I just say, hey, Larry, and he gives me whatever I need. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, well, some- you guys have been great. That's the other thing I love yeah. about this industry is that everyone is so helpful and so nice. And, and you guys have, have been more than helpful and more than nice. So we really, really appreciate your support. As oh, well absolutely. Because- I mean, it, when we tell everybody that, like, I don't know how everybody else does it, but for Cigar Talk, we don't let just anyone be a sponsor. We're very selective because whether we want it to or not, your performance is a reflection of us. So if we let some crappy company sponsor us and then our customers get crappy service or crappy products, well, then why would they ever listen to us again? So that's, that's why we love working with all of our sponsors because we hold them to a very high standard and that's how you get to be one of our sponsors. And you guys, I mean, wow, we've been together a long time. How about that? (laughs) Has it been what, two years? More than two? It'll, yeah. You know what? I think it is two years right now, actually. Wow. That's time flies. It's been great. It it really is, man. It's like, and that's what I love about our sponsors is that we don't just have a company sponsoring the show. We get to know the people and it's just a great experience because we get to find out about the companies, the people behind the brand. And when we find out that, I mean, you guys are fantastic in all facets. It just makes the value go up so much. So, you know, we love working with you guys. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Well, hey, guys, we will talk soon. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and tell a story about a guy who uh, doesn't like cigar smokers. He writes for a national magazine, and he wrote a whole article about you know, awful cigar smoke. So anyway, we're going to read that and people give, well, maybe we'll find his email address. So anybody wants to email him and let him know. <laughs> so anyway, guys, the email will be in the show notes. You just click on it. His name is Joe Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what a great too. Right. We call him JJ. We don't know him personally, but we like to call him JJ. <laughs> well, hey guys, you gotta have him on the show. How amazing would that oh, be? You know what? That is a great idea. We, and we'll send him a couple of cigars. <laughs> yeah. The, cho- the chocolate ones. Yeah. yeah. The flavor. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, you guys uh, have a great day. Have a great week. And uh, Michael, let's uh, get together soon and talk. And we'll see what else we can do going forward. All right. Thanks, All right, Rob. Rob. Sounds good, All guys. Y'all have a good one. Hey guys, thanks for hanging through the break. Hope you enjoyed uh, hearing from the guys over at Case Elegance. I mean, they just keep knocking it out of the park. Yes, sir. That's yes, just sir. all you can say about that. Uh, we want to jump over to Joe Jenkins. He <laughs> writes for In uh, Weekend. I guess that's North Weekend or In Something Weekend. Uh, it's a publication over somewhere like around London or Dubai. Okay. I don't remember which. Okay. 
But the name of the story was Cigar Smoke Has the Power to Ruin My Night. Get out of here. So get out of here. I mean, it already sounds like somebody who is ready to be offended. Yes, off the top. You know, he probably yeah. would want. He probably would not be a fan of our show. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Just you know, just off the just top. guessing. Yeah, just off the top. Anyway, I'm going to read a little bit of his article to you guys. Uh, it starts out with in a busy restaurant, the entertainment venue with no windows, no ventilation other than air conditioning. A man at the next table to me smoked a cigar, if not more than one. Throughout much of the evening, it provoked almost violent thoughts as I tried to eat some of Dubai's most delicious food with my nostrils and lungs constantly full of his smoke and my eyes left sore and watering at times. Now, I'm not going to read the rest of the article to you. I think that's enough. (laughs) But I will go on to say that I read the entire article and he had an experience with someone smoking a cigar three separate occasions like within a week and i'm like sounds to me like if you had one bad experience i'd want to be like checking out hey do y'all allow people to smoke cigars here because it bothers me i shouldn't go to that place that's where i was getting ready to go to this because you're going to the establishments that that allow cigar smoking boom so it's not like they're 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 going against any rules or anything. This is allowed there, so it's part of the experience. And well, if you I would even like, like that, to go a step further and say it sounds to me like they're catering yes, to the to cigar, cigar smokers. smokers. And yeah. if you don't like that, then don't come Find hang out. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's go plenty of places that have no smoking. There's it's, a McDonald's in Dubai. And, go there and well, get you something to eat. And and the thing about it is though, like. Our options are way yeah, smaller, smaller than yours yes. are. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. How many restaurants you know of? I that, don't know of any. I only know of one. Where? In Dallas. Okay. There's a steakhouse there, and they have, like, a room for cigar smokers to have a smoke with their meal. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but, uh, no, I mean, this sounds like a dude that's just whining about... He wants all the rights. You know what I'm saying? And, and nobody else's. Yeah. Right. What I want happens and what everybody else wants doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's what and, it sounds. You know, I salute these restaurants and establishments, yes. venues in Dubai allow that allow. allow a man to do whatever yes. he wants to do. Yeah. yeah. Especially just smoking a stick, man. If it was that bad to you do move and if it was that bad that you couldn't move leave well on one of them he did move and then it still was an issue so leave right leave well i mean i don't even think when they moved him across the room it wasn't an issue smoke wise it was just it was bothering him just the sight of it grow up grow up hair and move on I, I i'm good bro i'm good with that anyway i'm good with that and you know the funny thing is uh, i pulled up his twitter account uh-huh. and the very first post i see says people who smoke cigars while others are eating are pretty grim first world problems maybe but it keeps happening to me <laughs> It sounds like he keeps going back to the places where they allow cigar smoking. Like it's going to change. And the funny thing is, let's see, uh, he has 796 followers. 
And on that post, he got one like. And then the next one that he had was called Just a Few Thoughts on the Subject That Clearly Does Not Need Any Way. Inf- no, that does not in any way infuriate me. And then it's the article link. Uh, cigar smoke has the power to ruin my night. And that one has zero likes. Get out of here. So, so people are letting them know. I mean, people are like, is, yeah. is it really a big deal? Yeah, people are letting them know. Anyway, uh, that's going to be it. Uh, let's do our uh, pick six right yes, quick. Sir. Yes, sir. I'm, we're uh, done with JJ. Yeah, we're done with JJ. You know, to each their own. Oh, man. It's oh, just, yes. I, I hear people complaining about other people. When you have options, take Especially them. Especially when you have more options than we do. Right. Come on, bro. Anyway, who's going first? Uh, you know what? I'll go first. Uh-oh. What? I'm going first. And right out the gate, I had uh, the uh, Placencia Original. You had that one. Mm. Has the white and the yes. goldish uh, bronze yes. color. Good stick, good stick. Uh, especially if you, you know, it's, it's for me. It's an early stick. Ah. You know what I mean? Because it's not that strong. No, but it's just so smooth. Nice flavor profiles. I mean, if you can smoke one of those before noon. Yes, sir. And I mean, that's for me. I know some other guys are like smoke before noon. <laughs> but and then my next one, and I don't know the name, name of it. You probably do, but it is the. Definition Cigars, this was a gift from Brian. Brian bought me this cigar, and you know what? It was one of those things where if a guy did not... Noir. Noir? Yeah, N-O-I-R. All right. Noir? Noir. Uh, It's not LeBuckian, bro. It's Noir. I always thought that N-I-O-R. N-O-I-R. Oh, well, if you do it the other way, it's Noir. (laughs) <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> anyway, what was nice was that Brian the gifted me one of these, and I probably wouldn't have been back I don't know if I would have bought another one ever, yeah. Yeah. because I was pretty much just like, you know what? I had a bad run. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. But because this one was so good, I actually went in the humidor and bought a couple of more mm. definitions. Mm. I bought the Habano and one of these, and they were both great. Good. I didn't have problems with either one of them, so... Good. You know, I love to see that. And if you notice this picture here of my cigar, you see in the background or down below, that's my pajama pants. (laughs) Just so you know. Next. Smoking in my pajamas at the leaf. (laughs) At the leaf. (laughs) Next. (laughs) So then my next stick is going to be the Experientia from the collector's box. Dude, that five by forty on the collector's mm. box. In fact, I was in here a couple of days ago, and Alan was up there showing him the collector's box, and it had a price of one hundred twenty-eight on it. And Alan says, "Is that for the box, or is that for each stick?" And I was like, "That's for the whole box. There's sixteen cigars in there for one hundred twenty-eight, wow. which I think is a bargain." So he was going to sell a box for eighteen thousand. No, he didn't know. He didn't know. He was just like, I don't know how much this is. This one stick, and I was like, No. If it is, they'd be under lock and key. Tell the truth. (laughs) They would just be sitting out like they are. (laughs) Oh man. 
So my first one this week was a gift from you, and it was the Monte Cristo uh, 1932 yes. anniversary. Good stick. Good stick. Oh, Good. Like a true. It's a, it's a. It's a. Really, it's. What would you say? Um, complicated. Ah, I like that. Look. Pleasure. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's it's like if you were dating a mule with five oh, legs no, instead of four and two go. heads and one tail. Here we that go. would be complicated. Here we go. Sorry, go ahead. Here we go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Number two was a prize stick. I uh, a what? A prize stick. I won a bet. Oh uh, yeah, you won a bet with some moron that was betting on the Rams. <laughs> He's saying it because he's sitting across the room. <laughs> and he's asleep. Is he asleep? No, he is asleep. What's he doing? He looks... Oh, yeah. there he is. <laughs> We're talking about you on the show, and you're not even acknowledging it. His favorite, one of his favorite sticks this week was the one you gave him for losing. For losing. <laughs> so. Viva la vida, baby. And what was the wager? Uh, the uh, Between the Rams and the uh, 49ers. I should have taken him a bet on that one with the Cowboys. (laughs) The loser had to buy the winner a good stick. And what did he buy you? That Viva La Vida 500. Nice. Mm. Nice. I smoked a Viva La Vida earlier on the show. Dude, that's a good smoke. Oh, I'm still smoking it. still smoking (laughs) (laughs) And my last one is I am down to six now. Hmm? I'm down to six now. Craft 2022. Ooh. I am down you to going six. through those bad boys. Yeah, I'm a Rob Brian Wilcoxon in <laughs> He like, come on. <laughs> oh man. Quick draw McGraw right yeah, here. Dude. He's talking about he got fifteen. Man. <laughs> okay. Oh man. It's just that 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 craft twenty twenty. It's just, just gosh, man. That is a, I haven't smoked one in over a month oh, at least. Bruh. Bruh, that, those are delicious sticks, man. They truly are. They truly are. And that's my three for the week. All right, good three, man. We had a nice little six this week. Yeah. So we got to do the McAuliffe Minute. McAuliffe Minute. And the question this week is, I got it right here. What is Tim Rickman's birth date? You don't have to have the uh, month. I mean, sorry, you don't have to have the year, but you got to have the month and the date. Gotcha. And the first choice uh-huh. is A, April the 1st. <laughs> April Fool's Day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, number two is March the 10th. March the 10th. Well, that's not a significant date. No. Uh, a date. Then uh, the other choice is December 24th. Christmas Eve. Yep, yep. And then the uh, last one is February the 18th. Four days after the... What? Yeah. Hmm. That day. So... That women hit us up. (laughs) What day was that? Four days after the women hit us up. What day is that? Valentine's Day. Oh, 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 oh. You know. As well as I do. Yeah, I need to focus on that one a little bit more than I do. <laughs> Just going to tell you. Probably make my life a lot better. 
man. You started shopping for your wife for Christmas yet? Yeah. What are you getting her? I don't know. Oh, yeah. You, she listens to the show sometimes. Thank you. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me caught up. I know what you're getting me. Yeah, because Rob won't ask questions. Hey, we could trick her. We <laughs> could trick her. <laughs> Take one thing and not show up. Hey. He's buying you a Rolls Royce. <laughs> It'll fit in the house. <laughs> It'll fit in the drawer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, my thing is, I was going to buy my wife something, and I think, okay, I'm on the internet, okay, and I see, like, there's this website that sells these exclusive handbags, you know, like a purse. And, uh, like, if you have a code, it's like a $300 purse. Mm -hmm. But with a code, you can get it for $49. Huh. And I was like, well, that would be badass. And so then I thought, well, I should Google this purse and see how much it costs elsewhere. And everywhere else, it was $49 already. <laughs> <laughs> They were trying to hear him up. Oh man, I thought, dude, I'm getting this for two hundred and fifty bucks off. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'll buy that for my wife. It's already forty nine dollars. Right. Fifty dollars, fifty dollars. So I didn't do that. And then I asked my wife, I said, so, so what want? do you want? Well, she just dropped her phone, shattered ah. the screen, so I'm buying her an iPhone. I don't have to do that. Yeah. Ooh, thank you. So anyway. That's where I am. I hear you, bro. And, I you understand. know, with the kids, you know what grown, we give them? Grown. Money. Because mm -hmm, that's all they ask for. They don't want nothing. Mm -hmm. Well, money. <laughs> how much How much can I get this year? Five dollars. <sighs> Dude, that's how much my grandmother gave me for my birthday until I turned 18. Five dollars. <laughs> you know what? But when I was 18, five dollars of gas was would a do me something. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week's this show. Week, this and uh, I guess that's going to be it. And next week, are you? Where, where, what days are you leaving town? I'll be gone. Uh, I won't be gone until the Wednesday before oh, okay, good. Yeah. So you'll be around this weekend. And then that week after, so I'm gone the entire week. So, And where are you going? Galveston. Oh, wow. Oh, work. work. Yeah. Be down on the beach. Yeah. This ain't the time. It ain't. This ain't the time of year, I That's mean. That's why they scheduled it for now. Yeah, nobody's going to. It'll be a ghost, ghost town. town yeah. It'll be boring mm -hmm. unless you take me. Bro, ain't nowhere boring with you. <laughs> I know. Lie. That's what I'm saying, man. Come I'm on, not going to lie. All right. <laughs> All right, man. That's going to wrap it up. Until next time. Keep smoking. the clouds when we're together just sing a song and think about sunny weather happy